Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Listen Up. Grant Napier with you. I hope that you are doing well. Well, it is uh, technically the... St- NFL year, that's right, NFL free agency, and what that means is it's going to be very challenging uh, to keep up with everything. You know, if you're a 49ers fan, this news, as it relates to the quarterback position, is very interesting. There are Deshaun Watson rumors that would be pretty crazy, all right? It would it, it, that would be uh, very crazy, but let's start with Jimmy Garoppolo. There weren't a lot of people that thought Jimmy Garoppolo would still be on the 49ers roster right now, but the reality is, um, right now there does not appear to be takers, and they may just have to wait until Garoppolo passes his physical, and then they can move on and. Hope that Trey Lance is truly ready to be that guy. Uh, You have Garoppolo's, what, $25 million that needs to come off the books so they can invest that money into other players such as Bosa, such as Samuel. And stay tuned to this because this is going to be very interesting. Now, I I don't see how having – Deshaun Watson on the team comes to fruition. You know, I really don't. Um, would I rather have Deshaun Watson than Trey Lance? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Of course. I mean, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I'll also keep in mind that in all likelihood, you're going to have Deshaun Watson suspended for, you know, a decent part of the year, Right. You know, we hear rumors with Garoppolo about Indianapolis. Uh, You know, we hear some other teams that are out there, but at the moment, nothing really going on there. So we're going to keep you up to date on this as much as we can. I mean, it's the the, the signings are coming fast and furious. Um, It's very interesting about the rumors this time of year as well. All right. But. Again, free agency is underway, and that means it is crazy. You know, here are the teams that have the most cap space, okay? Uh, The Colts, the Jets, the Seahawks, the Bears, the Panthers, the Raiders, the Dolphins, the Cowboys, the Broncos, and Eagles. Those are your top 10, all right? And, you know, the 49ers are one of the teams with the least amount of cap space And one of the reasons is because Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the roster. All right. So when you look at free agency, each and every year it's wild and certain things happen. And you're like, wow, I can't believe that guy left. We're going to keep a close eye on what happens at the quarterback position uh, with San Francisco. All right. Uh, You know the routine. It's an open forum Wednesday. If you want to... Get on the show. All you got to do is hit that hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. All right. It is for for not having any games. And I'm talking about, you know, the NFL. uh, It's a pretty damn exciting time of the year. It's a hell of a lot more exciting if your team's one of those teams that has a surplus of money. I mean, a salary cap in the uh, NFL dictates everything. It dictates everything. All right. NBA, 
You got games tonight, Atlanta at Charlotte, Philly, and Cleveland. Denver's at Washington. Dallas travels to Brooklyn. Knicks host the Blazers. Phoenix is in Houston. Houston, as we said at home, Minnesota hosts the Lakers. As the Lakers are on a brutal road trip. Oklahoma City is at San Antonio. Jazz and Bulls in Utah. Boston at Golden State. And, you know, Sacramento is home to Milwaukee. Now, when you look at the standings, we like to update this now every day. Uh, well, because things change every day in the uh, NBA. And there's only a handful of games left. All right. In the West, New Orleans is still at number 10. They are tied in the loss column of Portland with 41 losses. Then San Antonio with 43. And Sacramento with 12 games left has 45 losses. The Lakers are 29 and 39. And again, they have a lot of road games coming up. In the East, Charlotte is holding on to the 10th spot. They will be at least no worse than 10th. They're, they're not going to lose three games in all likelihood in the standings with what they have 12 games left. I find that highly unlikely possible, but highly unlikely. Uh, Atlanta is now 500. They've been playing better. They've won three in a row. You know, it's interesting to look at the teams in the East. They're playing well. In other words, Brooklyn and Toronto, you know, Toronto's seventh. They've won four in a row. Brooklyn's eighth. They've won four in a row. Atlanta's ninth. They've won three in a row. Charlotte's 10th, they've won two in a row. Meanwhile, when you look at 7, 8, 9, and 10 in the West, Minnesota is 40 and 30, they've won two in a row. Clippers have lost one. Lakers have lost two. Pelicans lost their last game. Things are a little bit different, all right? A little bit different indeed. All right, why don't we get uh, this show rolling here? It's an open forum Wednesday, which means any topic is good. You can go on the board with that, and uh, we will get the show rolling here in the middle of the week. All right, we're going to get the phone calls. Hit that hand icon. When I put you up on stage, you hit your microphone icon, that little uh, device that looks like a mic, depending on what you're using, and you'll see a little green light go on, and once that occurs, you'll be on with me. It is really that simple to come on with me here on Listen App. All right, we'll do the show uh, tomorrow and Friday. Speaking of shows, coming up in about uh, two hours, I'm going to be on No Filter Network and I'm going to spend some time talking about uh, my favorite King's memories. You can join me. It's interactive. It's very similar to this. You know, you hit the knock button on no filter. You come up on stage with me, and uh, we will do it. Grant, I'm going to put you back in the audience, and you can do it again. All right, Grant, when you come on, you hit the hand icon, which you did, but then you got to have your microphone on. And when you do that, you will be on with me. So uh, in about two hours' time, I'll be on No Filter Network. And, you know, you can join me. You can come on with me. You can join me on the Internet. You know, it's live interactive. It's great. Uh, it's it's If you haven't familiarized yourself with No Filter Network, uh, it's pretty phenomenal. Uh, former MLB player Eric Burns and some others uh, started this. And the programming uh, on No Filter Network now is phenomenal. They have, they've got some great shows on there. So if you want to join me, I'll be doing that a little bit later this afternoon at uh, 5 o'clock uh, Pacific. So, again, we got NBA. We got NFL, which is taking uh, center stage. This is a huge time of the year in the National Football League. Uh, we can do that. You know, back to uh, the NBA for a moment. You know, we're talking about the play-in tournament in the West. You know, again, Minnesota's going to be in and the Clippers are in. All right, those two teams are going to be seventh and eighth, respectively. That there's, that's not going to change. What could change is the Lakers, who have lost 8 of 10, and New Orleans, who is 5 up and 5 down on their last 10. Again, 30 losses, or excuse me, 39 defeats for the Lakers, 41 for the Pelicans. So to me, right now, the Pelicans, the Blazers, and the Spurs are fighting for two spots, all right? The Kings at 25 and 45, the chances of them getting in are minute with 12 games left. They would probably have to go at the worst 10 and 2 to get in. That would be at the worst. That would give them a record of 35 and 47. And then, you know, the Pelicans, who are 28 and 41 with 13 games left. 
I mean, you can do the math, right? You know, they they could. It's not going to happen, folks. You know, it's not going to happen. Uh, again, the Kings tonight play the Bucks. That's coming up in just a little bit. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, the Bucks are uh, forty-three and twenty-six, and have won seven of the last ten games. You know, and you know when you look at Milwaukee, you know the defending champs. They're coming off a win against the Jazz, one seventeen and one eleven. They were in Golden State before that and lost to the Warriors. Uh, they had a good practice yesterday. They had the, a day off in Sacramento. So they're ready to roll. And, you know, here's something else about the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, they win a championship last year. And Brooke Lopez, all right, back in the lineup. And that gives them a lot of extra depth. That gives them a player that, is very good for them. Yeah, that that's a team along with Brooklyn to keep your eye on. Now, when I say keep your eye on the Bucks, it goes without saying they're defending champs, but they haven't had for, for for their standards, all right? They haven't had the type of the year because of, you know, a lot of injuries and things of that nature, but yet, you know, they're they're tied with Philadelphia right now in the loss column. Actually, I take that back. They're two up well, they are tied now. You're right. They are tied in the lowest column with uh, Philadelphia. So th- these are, you know, important games. You know, if Milwaukee is number two, then in all likelihood, there are two things that happen. All right. Now, this could change. It keeps you out of the Brooklyn Nets bracket and the Miami Heat. So you know, being number two right now in the East is not that bad. Uh, it's not that bad at all. You know, if you're, how about this for you? You got Miami, the number one seed in the East at 46 and 24. Their first round matchup could be against the Nets. And if the city of New York, which I did another rant on this today, gets the head out of their ass and wakes the hell up and runs their city with some common sense, then Irving would be able to play in the home games. And if you have Irving and Durant, and if they can somehow get Ben Simmons onto the floor, and he can neutralize your best offensive player, you would not want to play the Nets in the first round of the playoffs. I can tell you that. If you're the Miami Heat, you know the last thing I want to see is uh, Durant, Irving, you know, with Curry coming off the bench, with maybe Simmons. You know, the Simmons thing, I, I'm, I'm not so sure. You know, they're running out of time for that. They're running out of time. You know, they got to get him on the court and get him acclimated. It's not like a light switch where he's just going to be able to go on and play. Not going to happen that way. All right, let's get to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, Grant, how are you? Good. What's happening today? Well, uh, it's open open Wednesday, right? Yep, it sure is. Tell me about the Kings and the Bulls, that big comeback you announced. That was one of my favorite games. Uh, was that in Chicago or was that? It was in Chicago. It was uh, Tyreek Evans' rookie year. The Kings were down 35 in the third quarter. And I remember asking Jerry, you know, I said, if you're Paul Westfall, you know, what do you, what, what are you telling your team right now? And Jerry said, what you're telling your team is don't look at the score. The scores, the game starts right now. Don't even pay attention to the score. And it's funny, after the game, he, Paul was asked what he was, you know, what, what he told the team. And he said, I told them, don't look at the score. You know, <laughs> don't, just play. It's a, it's a new game. And that was did one that of the most. Into, did that go into no. overtime? No, I don't believe it did. No. Oh, uh-uh. Okay. Nope. They won in regulation. It did not go into overtime. Uh, Evans was amazing. Uh, there was, there were, I'm telling you. It was, uh, I think, Ime Yudoka hit a couple of big threes. This is what, you know, in 32 years of announcing uh, NBA basketball, it's probably my as favorite of any broadcast I've ever done. That was maybe as good as any broadcast. I thought it, you know, I don't normally talk about me, but I think in all my years, 
I don't know if I've ever had a better broadcast than I had in that game. No, I mean, I mean, I mean that. No, but it wasn't that. It was just the way I called the game. It was the way I interacted with Jerry, asking him questions. Jerry, Jerry was great. Um, you know, I think you can go on. You, I think you. A lot of announcers would have made excuses and packed it in for the game. They would have just said, "This is over." You know, you know, and you can you can go to YouTube, I think, and see the highlights of that game, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah. you know, at the end, you know, I said the Sacramento Kings somehow, some way, find a way to come. For, you know, I mean, the, everything <laughs> I, there's I, no, I, you know, I um, uh, I, I, I and Eagle this year did the uh, playoff game with Tennessee and. Cincinnati right and I and he and Charles Davis had tested positive for COVID and so Trent Green had to do the game with him and Ian and Charles had worked all year and I texted Ian at the end of the game and I said and I'm paraphrasing because I'm not I can't bring it up on my phone right now but I said to Ian I said I just want to let you know I said to him, no, this is what I said. I said, I never thought that a perfect broadcast was possible, but I think I just watched you have a perfect broadcast. You were great today. Congratulations. Because I thought his job that he did in that game, I didn't, I didn't detect one mistake. His calls were great. Uh, everything that he talked about happened. It was a perfect broadcast. I never felt in 32 years that I had a perfect broadcast. I never did. I had, I mean, I had a broadcast, you know, like AA plus, but I never right. would have graded myself 100 out of 100. I mean, for the Bulls game, you know, and I've gone back and watched that game. I, it's probably, it would be the highest grade that I would have ever given myself in 32 years of announcing basketball. So I was proud about that game for a couple of reasons. Number one, it was a great, great spectacle. It was a history-making comeback. And number three, my job as an announcer, um, you know, again, I graded myself very, very high in that game. And I graded Jerry very, very high in that game. So I, that game will always be special to me for those reasons. Yeah, that that was one of my special games for me as a, a fan. I just, I mean never give up and i mean anything is possible in the nba and run they always say runs are possible and you, you just never know and uh i mean well the, re the, the reason why the reason why you never know now is because of the three-point shot back then the three-point shot wasn't even as prolific as it is today but because right. of the three-point shot and because of the way teams play it's really not that crazy 35 points crazy but the the coming back from 20 is no big deal now no, so that i'm no. looking at i'm looking it up on youtube right now uh, the final score was 102 98 and the game was played on december 21st 2009 <laughs> and you know my wow. good friend you know vinnie del negro was coaching for the bulls that game Oh, and really? yeah, you know, what's interesting, you know, the, the bulls, uh, yeah, I believe it was Vinny coat, you know, so there were a lot of things that, you know, occurred in that game, but, yeah. uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun oh. doing that. I think, hang on a second here. Let me see if I can bring this up real quick. Oh, that's not, they don't have my, but they, if you, if you go Google it, you can see the highlights and you can find Jerry and I on there somewhere, yeah, but that was great I'll, stuff, I'll Jeff. I'll, I'll definitely Google it. I'll definitely Google it. Yep. So, all right. Well, thank you. Great. Right. You have a good one. I, I appreciate you. And love listening to you. Thank you, buddy. Really appreciate Bye -bye. it. Thank you. All right. Let's move along here. Get to uh, some more phone calls on open forum Wednesday. You can bring out any topic that you would like and we get to Steve. Hey, Steve, how are you today? I'm good, man. So uh, my open forum Wednesday today, I have a little story. We were having a little bit of a rough morning getting out to the job site, trying to stop a couple places and get our VA juices and stuff and our snack. It was kind of a rough morning and weren't finding what we were looking for. And we get on the freeway and um, this lady put on her flashers, her hazard signals, 
and then slows down on the freeway. There's people swerving around, going around, and I'm in I'm in the truck with my dad on the way to the drop site. Your good friend, No Helmet John, um, and he's like, you know, swearing, saying some some stuff like, "What is this? What is this lady doing?" She put her flashers on and stops, gets down to like five miles an hour in the middle through the middle lane, going up fifty, and uh, narrowly avoided a a collision, you know. And so she right. turns off her flashers and continues going. I thought maybe, you know, if you're having car trouble or something, you're going to, you know, going to pull over if you right. have your flashers on and your car is not going, you know? So immediately I'm thinking this is, you know, this is weird. You know, she's trying to do some kind of insurance scam or something. So then, uh, we, we keep driving along, you know, whatever, no big deal. And, uh, there's like another car on the side of the road. We're like, Oh, is that her? She must've, you know, pulled over and had a, a rough time. But no, I said, no, that wasn't the same car. And about a mile or two ahead in the middle of the road, more people are swerving around. And I'm telling, I'm telling John, you know, put your helmet on. We got, we got <laughs> stuff going right. on here ahead. And uh, lo and behold, she had done the same thing and put her flashers on, slammed on the brakes and got somebody. And there was two or three cars piled up behind her and people going around. I said, well, you know, that must be some kind of some kind of scam because if her car was broke, she would have been she would have been pulling over to the side or done something. There, there's nothing wrong with her car. She was doing doing something. Well, I've crazy. never heard of anything so, like that before. Well, yeah, I mean, people get rear-ended, and it's the other person's sure. fault. That's that was my thought. I wanted to bring you to the story and see what your logic was. You're a very logical person as well. I just can't see any reason why i've never I, you know in all my years of driving i've never really seen a uh situation that you just explained i, I would have no idea you're right if you're having car problem the la the last thing you would do is uh you know be in the middle lane you would be off to the side at least on the furthest right side of the freeway so that you know if your car started malfunctioning and you could just get on to the you know the shoulder i i don't know i don't, I don't know what to say to that that's 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 like wow that's crazy it, it defies logic grant and also the next thing that was kind of silly about the situation is after she got the people to run i think she was purposely trying to get people to run into her after she got the people to run into her stopped and then opens her door while full speed traffic is still going on both sides of her. Opens her door and goes back to talk to the people and get their information right there in the middle of the road. Well, Which again, you're asking me to speculate on something that I didn't see. Other, that's a crazy story, man. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what I, I don't even know what else to add, man. Well, listen, uh, enjoy right the on, rest yeah, of your day. Had my story, you too. All right, man. Be good. That is kind of crazy. All right, again, uh, Grant Napier with you, and uh, we are moving along here on this Wednesday. If you want to give us a call, all you got to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will put you right on. We are tracking NBA free agency. The Titans plan to release wide receiver Julio Jones. The 49ers uh, still have Jimmy Garoppolo on their roster. It does not appear at the moment that there are a lot of takers. ESPN has formally signed Joe Buck. He and Troy Aikman will be the new voices of Monday Night Football. Thank God, because the Monday Night crew is terrible. You know, Steve Levy with uh, Riddick and Greasy, I thought were awful. I, I, I take that back. They weren't awful. They were dull. Um, Steve Levy, to me, is not a good football announcer. He's not bad. He's just not good. And he's he, he certainly is not Monday Night Football caliber good. And... It was a boring booth. It had no personality. Um, that's another reason why the Manning cast did so well. The Manning cast will not do as well with Buck and Aikman in the booth. All right? I can tell you that right now. With Buck and Aikman, the Manning cast will not do nearly as well. It, would ju it just won't. And here's the other deal. If you're paying Joe Buck and Troy Aikman that kind of money, do you want people watching the Manning cast? I know it's the same company. But I wouldn't. That's for a darn trier. I, I wouldn't. I would not. How about Joe Buck? He and Aikman have called six Super Bowls. And Buck's won an Emmy eight times. And he's back with Aikman. When I say he's back, they Aikman went there first. 
They are a team. They're first of all, they're great friends. And Lisa Salters, Lisa Salters rather, will be the sideline reporter. That's going to be your Monday night crew. I think it's um, that's a and, and and here's something else that you're going to start seeing. Mark my words on this. You're going to start seeing ESPN lose talent, and you're going to read stories about them letting people go. You just watch, all right? You just watch. You cannot pay two announcers that kind of money and have other people keep their jobs. Not happening. Telling you that right now. Will not happen. You will start seeing anchors such as what happened with Kenny Mayne, and there will be others that you'll hear about in the very near future that talk about being shocked that they were released at ESPN. Well, you're going to start seeing a lot of that. ESPN is going to have a bare bone staff. They are going not. They are not going to be able to pay their anchors what the anchors feel like they should be paid, and they will move on. You you know you can't can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, that will be the next news that you see coming out of ESPN. Guarantee it. All right, if you want to come on the program today, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Talking NFL, talking NBA, and oh, yeah, how about Major League Baseball? How about the city of New York? I did a rant on this today. Talk about the city of New York and how idiotic their vaccine mandates are. I, I, I'll tell you, in, I, you, you can tell I can't even talk right now. I'm speechless. Like I'm, I'm really freaking blown away at our local governments and what the hell they're doing. I, I don't understand New York, and I'm from New York, but I don't know if I could live there right now. I, I really mean that. So you're telling me that as we talk, Kyrie Irving still cannot play in home games, but he can go and hang out in the stands with the fans, and he can go to a restaurant, all right? And now, all of a sudden, I shouldn't say all of a sudden, the Yankees and Mets have been notified that they will fall under the same mandate when the season begins on April 7th. So that means if you're a member of the Mets, or the Yankees, and you're unvaccinated, you cannot go stand in center field in the sunshine and play baseball. Nope, can't do it. Can't do it. Do not, whatever you do, you know, you you can do, you can you want to go to a restaurant and eat, you go ahead and go in a restaurant and eat, no mask. You want to get on the subway to go to the stadium, no problem. You want to go work out in a gym with many others, Go right ahead. No problem. But whatever you do, do not, under any circumstance, put a baseball uniform on and walk out onto Yankee Stadium or City Field and play baseball. Can't do that. Can't do that. What a, what a joke New York City is. It's embarrassing. It really is. It's an absolute embarrassment. It's embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. If you have any thoughts on that, let me know. I just think that is one of the most idiotic, ridiculous, stupid things. Oh, and by the way, if you're on the other team and you're unvaccinated, you can play. But if you're on the Yankees or the Mets, then you can't play. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? That makes a lot of sense. And I know there are those that are saying, well, you know, they could just go get vaccinated. Yeah, you're right. They could. And that would solve a lot of the issues. But, you know, for those that aren't, they shouldn't have to deal with lack of common sense. They should not have to deal with an idiotic, stupid, stupid system. And that's what it is. All right. Here are some particulars with Buck and Aikman. You ready for this? One hundred and sixty five million dollars for their booth. Aikman signed a five-year, $90 million deal. And Buck, five years, $75 million. 
First of all, Joe Buck should be making a hell of a lot more than Troy Aikman. That in itself is just defies belief to me. But still, five years, $75 million, you'll have a pretty good life. Not that he doesn't have a good life now. Now, when you look at the money, think about that. $165 million booth. You just watch. As I was saying, you just watch the domino effect on that. You just watch. Crazy. Seriously, crazy. And uh, the Manning cast, they did 10 games last year. Now what's going to happen with some other NFL announcers on ESPN? First of all, you don't need 50 people on the field doing the pregame halftime and postgame, all right? That's number one. That's for sure. I'll tell you this. You know, you had Joe Tessitore, you had Jason Witten. They were terrible. Booger McFarlane, Steve Levy, Lewis Riddick, Brian Greasy. Now you have a top shelf, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, broadcasting crew. Unbelievable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. By the way, if you want to know about other particulars, ESPN is paying about, you ready for these numbers? According to the story that I am reading right now by Andrew Marchant of the New York Post, you want to talk about numbers? ESPN is paying around $2.7 billion with a B as in boy per year for its new deal for Monday Night Football, which runs 11 years. Think about the business of the NFL. $2.7 billion a year. And... You're paying your crew a total of $165 million. Hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah, give ESPN credit for getting this done, but the domino effect of this for ESPN is going to be brutal. It's going to be uh, a lot of people in ESPN right now, they're going to very, be very nervous, and they should be. They should be. Because they are going to be unemployed soon. They're going to be unemployed soon. All right. If you want to come on, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. You know, the one thing that I'm surprised at is that Buck is giving up the World Series. You know, if he... Uh, there was a lot of reports that Buck was planning on not doing baseball after this year. And, you know, know, Fox did offer Buck a lot of money. But at ESPN, he's not expected to do baseball. So what does that mean? It means he doesn't have to work that much. He's got uh, twins that are five years old with his second wife. Pretty easy gig. Pretty easy. And anybody that thinks that, you know, announcing football is not easy uh, is wrong. It's very easy. Very easy. You do one game a week. The sport itself is not hard to announce. You know, the preparation, 
is easy because it's the National Football League and you know it inside out anyway. You know, you go to a few practices, you talk to the coaches, you talk to some players, and you announce. Like, I'm telling you right now, this is not a hard job for Joe Buck. It's probably more of a, how do I want to say this? Probably more preparation is needed by Aikman than Buck. But in terms of the play-by-play, and what an easy job. You know, I always get a kick out of the media critics who talk about announcers that, 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 you know, when the playoffs begin or they're, they're doing multiple sports or, you know, they're traveling a lot and they're like amazed that they're able to do, you know, like for instance, you know, Joe Buck during the World Series did, you know, a game on Wednesday night, did a Thursday night football game in Philadelphia Thursday and then was back doing a baseball game on Friday. Like, that's some difficult chore. It's not hard. You know, they, he, he had a private jet fly him from uh, wherever it was to Philadelphia and then back after the game so he could do the World Series. All right? It's not difficult. You know, the, these people that write these columns, they've never done it before, so they think it's very hard. It's not hard. It really isn't. And I, I, I can speak in terms of doing it because I've done it before. I've done a game on the West Coast on one night. I've done a game on the East Coast the next night, and I've done a game the next night on the West Coast because for years I did arena football, and for years I would take a red eye across the country from a Kings game to do an arena football game. I remember doing a game in L.A. and doing a game the next night in Tampa and then doing a game the next night in Sacramento. All right? If you get your sleep, it's not that big of a deal. And if you don't get your sleep, you know, you have a Red Bull or I don't drink coffee and then I'm good for, you know, my three hours and I'm ready to roll. These 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 media critics, oh, wow, wow, dude. you know, he's doing a game on. No, it's not a big deal. It really isn't. Talking for a living is not that hard. If you know how to do play by play, it's really not that difficult. It really isn't. I'm telling you right now, Joe Buck could do these games in a sleep. Joe Buck could walk into any broadcast booth in America doing any NFL game, all right? You could call up Joe Buck. Let's say the game starts at 1 o'clock Eastern on a Sunday. And let's say Buck was supposed to have the day off, all right? And let's say all of a sudden the announcer in his city got sick. And they called Joe Buck at 11 in the morning and go, listen, grab a suit. We need you to fill in and do the game. Joe Buck could walk into that booth, okay, 15 minutes before the game started and do the game, and you wouldn't even know that Buck was just a fill-in for that game and had just showed up. You would have no idea. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And that's the honest truth. You know, these media critics that make this sound like, you know, it's like scaling Mount Everest. You know, wake the hell up, would you please? It's not that hard. How about the money, though, for Aikman and Buck? Crazy. Seriously, it's absolutely crazy to think about the money that the announcers are getting now on the network level. Really, uh, it's it, I'm at a loss for words. I really am. I'm at a loss for words. And the people that are going to lose their jobs very soon at ESPN will also be at a loss of words. Hmm. By the way, you didn't, I didn't even realize this. Do you know that Buck and Aikman are going to surpass longevity of Summerall and Madden? Actually, they're going to match it. 21 years in the booth together. It's pretty amazing. Huh. Troy Aikman put out on uh, Twitter, like most kids of my generation, I grew up watching Monday Night Football with Frank Gifford. Howard Cosella, my mom's favorite, Don Meredith. So you can only imagine my excitement to be part of the legacy of Monday Night Football and continue working with Joe Buck, my broadcast partner, for the last 20 years. I did not realize they had been together for 20 years. That's pretty impressive. That is really, really impressive. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. We get uh, rolling right along with uh, always great to hear from Alfred. Hey, Al, how are you today? Nate, I'm good, man. What's going on with New York, man? They've, they've lost their marbles, buddy. They have lost their marbles. It's uh, it's it defies logic. It defies comprehension. It is 
It, it, I don't even know what to say, Al. I, I, I cannot understand how you can sit in the stands, okay? You can sit in the stands and watch the Yankees and the Mets play, you, but you can't play if you're not vaccinated. You can't stand in the sunshine. That's what you're doing when you're playing baseball. You're mostly standing out there. You can't do a damn thing you know, with baseball, but you can go and hang out in the stands. It's just, it, it's just stupidity. I don't know what else to say. It's absolute stupidity. You know, the whole thing, and I'm a, you know, we're about, I'm a year older than you. The whole thing for me has been surreal from, from the get go. You know, it's just been a surreal, almost like, you know, we're in a twilight zone. I'll be honest, there's no consistency. There's no logic. There's people getting vaccinated. And I, it's just, it's just defies, it's just an unprecedented time that we've lived in for the past. And, you know years. what? And, and, and you think things are bad in the United States. You know, I've done some research on this because I just, I'm fascinated by different countries. And like, for instance, in Thailand, all right. And, and in Asia, there are a lot of people that use scooters and motorbikes for their mode of transportation, right? If you're on a scooter, let's say in Thailand, all right, and you're outdoors on a scooter, you have to have a mask on. So think about that. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. You know, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, it's, it, it's, and there are other countries that are like that as well over in Asia. Think about that. You're outside. You, you can even be on a freeway, you know, forget about the congested streets of uh, the big cities like Shanghai and China or Bangkok and Thailand or whatever. I mean, you know, to me, if you're going to have a mask on, it would be more for the uh, air pollution, you know, from all the other vehicles right. on the road than it would be from COVID. But no, they have a mask mandate when you're on your motorbike, whenever you're, you're out, you have to have your mask on while you're on your scooter or your motorcycle, or whatever. Is there anything more absurd and stupid than that? Seriously. You know, I just think it's just nobody's known really knows how to deal with this and they still are clueless. That's my two cents. I'm right there with you. And I just want to say, you know, I listened to the podcast on your Arco memories and yeah. I started thinking, you know, I don't know if you'd want to do this, but man, it'd be so awesome to see you out there, man, on the last day. I know you you have your lawsuit going. and but, I will know, not be there. I, 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 I will not be there. Uh, thank you for saying that. And I appreciate that. But yeah. uh, there are certain, there are certain people I don't want to see and be around. And yeah. uh and and I also the lasting memory of my uh, wife and kids walking out of that building is the one that I will take with me. But it would be too awkward for me to show up to the last day uh, on on Saturday at the. It would be too awkward for me, so I'm not going to do it. And I and I really don't want. I don't I I don't want to do it anyway. As a matter of fact, if I was still doing the games, I don't know if I would show up anyway. I I don't know if I would go. I, it's not something that I think I would do anyway. You got so many, man. You probably the one person in maybe the entire United States has been at Arco the most, as far as all your games you did on the courts on yeah. the court and, and yeah. all the other extra events. I did Disney on Ice with our kids too, back in the day, and wrestle wrestling events. My son loves the pro wrestling, and I kind of liked it when I was a kid. I, I just, uh, I think the Niners, as far as what they're they're dealing, with, they're dealing playing poker, and everybody knows what the cards they're holding. In my yep. opinion, you use kind of analogy. So, you know, you're really, you know, you, the, the other teams know their cards. And so the other teams are going to sit on it. And, you know, they they did a the, the restructure and to freed up some money, but they still got to pay Debo. And, and now Jacksonville goes out and pays Christian Kirk ridiculous money. I mean, I know. And, and that gets all, my Niner fan friends, friends are Friends or Niner fans are just upset at Jack Jacksonville. Thanks, Jacksonville. You've just screwed everything up because it, it is crazy. Know, yeah, Debo's twice the receiver as Christian Kirk is. Hey, well, I, I got uh, yeah. it. Hey, hey, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was just thinking: Has LeBron ever missed the playoffs in his career? Mm, that's a great question. I don't. I I think maybe his first year they didn't make the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. But I'd have to go back and look at that. Um, May you know what? Probably not now that I think about it. Maybe they did make I'll I'll go back and look. But if he has, it's maybe been only once. Wow. And, and you know, I was just thinking one other thing before I let you go. I just had a thought. Remember, you know how they do the hack-a-shack and the, and the fouls at the end of the game and everybody's trying to think, what could we do to stop slowing, you know, slowing? How, remember, 
I think the league used to have three shots to make two for the. Yes, free there was throw. three. Yes, that's correct. Yep. Yes, what they about did. Going back to three to make two. Guys still wouldn't make them because they're terrible free throw shooters. I mean, no, uh, you're you're getting paid. You know, an amount, you're supposed to be among the very best players in the world. No, I don't think you should have three free throws to make two. I don't. First of all, it would extend the game. It would be. It, you look. It, I would not be a fan of that personally. Okay. Hey, by I, the I way, I want to. Give the guy one more shot. I know he's bad, and the good shooters are going to make him in the first two shots anyway. But I was just thinking maybe that would stop folks if you give the guy three shots to make two. I mean, what is that? That's sixty-six percent or something. I don't know. You know. By the way, the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, uh, had this to say when he was responding to a question about the front page of the New York Post. Quote. We're going to continue to peel back, but let's be clear. Everyone that's focusing on a sports area, they're focusing on one person. All right. He said this. All right. Uh, the he goes, quote, I'm focused on nine million people. And so I am not looking at one person. I'm looking at my city not closing down again, not having to deal with this crisis again. And he's right. He should be focusing on 9 million people. He was responding to Irving not allowed to be, not, not being allowed to play at the Barclays Center. Okay. He said, quote, we're going to peel back like we did with the key to New York City, like we did with children. We are continuing to do so, but I'm not going to be rushed in based on a season schedule. I am going to do this right for the people of the city, and I'm not focusing on one individual. I'm focusing on 9 million people. Again, I'm fine with that, but you cannot have a system that allows players on other teams to play in Brooklyn, in New York's Yankee Stadium, or the Mets City Field. You cannot allow unvaccinated people to walk into restaurants, walk into health clubs, walk into entertainment venues, but then keep them off a baseball field. So in this case, Mayor Adams has lost his marbles. All right. He's lost yeah. his marbles. There's there's another there's another quote uh, that was made and it said, we're going to do an analysis. Baseball season is not tomorrow. It's not next week. We are going to work this out. We will ensure the safety of New Yorkers without continuing the spread of COVID. So you're telling me, Mayor, that Kyrie Irving, who can take a subway to the game, stop at a restaurant, go work out, then sit in the stands at the Barclays Center, all right, all right, is is going to be just fine from spreading COVID. But if he plays on the court, all of a sudden he's going to spread COVID. I mean, this is it is absolutely ridiculous. Here's another quote. I'm looking yeah. forward to speaking to Major League Baseball as we put our heads together with our medical team and figure out how we come up with a solution here. That's my goal. My goal is to come up with a solution where we're safe to get our economy back up and operating and don't change the progress we have made. Well, Mayor, I've got a great idea for you to build your economy, and I have a great solution here. Mr. Mayor, the solution is called common freaking sense, all right? And as far as, you know, building up your economy in one of your boroughs of Brooklyn, the, the borough of Brooklyn will make a lot more money in the economy economy will be much better if the Brooklyn Nets make it to the NBA finals, because that means that you'll have thousands and thousands and thousands of more people yeah. coming to your venue, media, uh, so on and so forth. All right. That's one way to stimulate your economy. Uh, but it, it, again, th th this defies logic. It's absolutely stupid. It's, uh, it's absolutely tough to comprehend. It is tough to comprehend. It really is. It is very difficult to comprehend what the city of New York is doing. I, I totally agree, man. Have a good day, buddy. Always good to listen to you. Take care. Hey, thank you. I'm going to read you some more quotes from this because you just can't make this crap up. All right. Uh, I think it was unfair for the city to state that players who have come from outside the city can play and those who are on New York City sports teams are not allowed to play. We're going to continue to evaluate and shift and make sure we're safe. That's the only answer I can give you. So at least he admits that that's unfair. He, what he should have said is it's not only unfair, but it's stupid and defies logic. But he didn't go there. Quote, the NBA has a season because of mandates. They didn't have to cancel the season because we have mandates in place. We are here while schools are open 
businesses are open. Our city is not being closed down. Our hospitals are not being overrun. This is why we're here. Yes, but that has nothing to do with your asinine, stupid mandates as it relates to Kyrie Irving and members of other sports teams. Again, you know, by the way, Kyrie Irving and the Nets, not Irving, the Nets were fined $50,000 after the game the other night when Irving was sitting courtside in street clothes, okay, because he was in the locker room after the game. Think about that, $50,000 fine. Irving can practice with his team. He can sit on the airplane with his team when they go to road games. He can go out to eat with his team. He can dress in the same locker room as his team. Oh, but don't go into the locker room after the game in Brooklyn. Oh, no. That's a crime. That's $50,000. This whole thing is so out of whack, so ridiculous. Uh, The city of New York looks like fools here. And I agree with the mayor saying his responsibility is to 9 million people. He's 100% correct. All right. That is his responsibility. But his responsibility also is to run the city with common sense. His, His responsibility is also not to be the leader of asinine, stupid mandates. That's also his responsibility. His responsibility is to be able to tell the difference between idiots, uh, idiocy, stupidity, and uh, I guess what's right and what's wrong is what I'm trying to say. This is just foolish. It really is. You know, there's a picture of Kyrie Irving, okay, sitting courtside at Barclays, all right, sitting courtside at Barclays with no mask on. All right. Now, in the picture, uh, I, I believe and I'm I'm only speculating here, so I may be wrong. I believe his wife is next to him and she has a mask. There is a gentleman to Irving's left that does not have a mask. And in the background, the vast majority of people in the photo in the stands don't have masks on. Irving, who's not vaccinated, no mask, sitting courtside. Sitting courtside, which means the proximity of him to other players on the court would not be that much different than if he were on the court playing. Welcome to 2022. Welcome to mandates that are foolish, that defy logic. They just make no sense at all. All right, if you want to come on, raise your hand. Uh, and we will do this. And again, I, one final thing on this. For those that say just go out and get vaccinated, I'm with you. He should just go out and get a damn shot. Like, go out and get vaccinated. It's his choice. But really, go out and get vaccinated. Go help your team win a freaking championship, would you please? You're right. He should go out and get vaccinated. But it is his right not to. And he should not be penalized for a stupid asinine mandate. You know, if you had told me, well, you know what, if you're vaccinated, excuse me, if you're unvaccinated and you're on the other team, you can't play too, I would say, all right, at least that makes more sense. But it makes no sense to me to allow a team from, let's say, you know, let's say Sacramento, let's say they have a player or two that's unvaccinated and they're going to be playing in Brooklyn. They can play on the court, but Kyrie Irving can't. That's stupid. That defies logic. It makes no sense. It's it's just flat out stupid. And, and I'm glad the mayor Adams even acknowledged his lack of understanding on that as well. All right, let's move on. Again, NFL free agency. Give me a call if you want to talk about anything that's going on. It's going to be coming at you fast and furious. All right. You, you just are going to have a difficult time keeping up with everything. And I'm not talking about the major moves. You know, I'm talking about some of the other moves. You know, the lesser moves. But, you know, I'm sure you got your eye on your team and what they're doing. So there's going to be a lot of movement here in the next couple of days. That is for darn sure. All right, basketball tonight, the Kings and the Bucks. Sacramento did win 
the other night against the Bulls that have all of a sudden changed their fortunes around. The Greek freak. He is the real freaking deal. Giannis Adetokounmpo. He's worth the price of admission. I would pay money to go watch Giannis Adetokounmpo play. Yes, I would. I would pay money to watch Giannis Adetokounmpo play. Last five games for the Bucs. They beat Phoenix 132 to 122. Two days later, they put 142 on the board to beat the Thunder. Then they scored 124 to beat Atlanta. They lost to the Warriors 122 to 109, and then they beat Utah in Salt Lake City two nights ago, 117 to 111. Kings last five games, whereas the Bucs have won four or five. The Kings have lost four or five. Lost in Dallas, 114 to 113. Allowed the Knicks to score 83 second-half points. They lose to the Knicks at home, 131 to 115. They lose to Denver, 106 to 100. They give up 134 in a loss to Utah on the road, 134 to 125. And then they beat the Bulls two nights later, 112 to 103. So the Kings have lost four or five. The Bucs have won four or five. And the Bucs have a player by the name of Giannis Adetokounmpo. And he is a spectacle. Not only is he a great player, he is a great person. He is a great professional. And he is a real plus for the NBA and the city of Milwaukee. That's exactly what you it's exactly what you want your franchise player to be. Great guy, great community guy, great in a locker room, loved and respected by everyone, and leads by example. That's what you want if you can get it from your best player. When your best player has all of those characteristics and all of those qualities, you got a chance to be very special. He is very special. He's super special. Averaging just under 30 points a game, 11 and a half rebounds, and he does it all. He does it all. The guy is a freak, the Greek freak in town, taking on Sacramento. And I'm, I'm just telling you, if you have not watched him play that much, you should watch him play. He's that good. He does things. I'll tell you this. When I was the last time I was in Milwaukee, uh, sitting courtside, he does some things that I had never seen before. His gracefulness and his power going to the basket and his strides. I I've done games with Jordan Bird. You know, I've done I've watched Dominic Wilkins play some of the, other, you know, Sean Kemp. You know, I can go on and on, all right? Never seen anything quite like Giannis Adetokounmpo. I mean, he literally takes your breath away. He he is such a marvel that you just can't believe what you're watching when you see him in person. The other game, the last game out, 30 points, 15 rebounds as they beat the Jazz. Um. Boy, he's fun to watch. He is absolutely incredible. So the Greek freak in town tonight, taking on the Sacramento Kings. 6'11", 240, making, under, making almost $40 million a year, and he's worth every damn penny. Now, the one thing he does not do well is he's not a good three-point shooter. You know, that 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 is his... If he has a liability, that's it. He's not a good three-point shooter. But he's so special, and he's so gifted that he's able to score on top of the basket pretty much whenever he wants. You know, that's why he shoots 56% from the floor. You know, he's scoring on top of the basket a lot or within, you know, 15 feet. He's incredible. He really is. He's absolutely incredible. Think about this. He already has won a championship, has the MVP hardware, and is only 27 years old. Turned 27 in December. 
He's got special written all over him. And he's probably, you know, he's just now entering his prime, which is scary for the rest of the uh, NBA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, don't forget, in an hour, I'm going to be on No Filter Network. And I'm going to be talking about Arco Arena Memories. That's coming up in an hour. So you can join me. Just go to nofilter.net. As soon as I get done with this show in a few moments, I'll put the link out on my Twitter page at Grant Napier Show. You can click on that link. Or you can just go to nofilter.net and you can join me. It's just like this, except for instead of audio, it's video. And we can have some fun talking about Arco Arena memories. I'm going to be doing that in just about an hour from now on No Filter Network, nofilter.net. And by the way, if you've never been on nofilter.net, check out some of the other programming. I think you'd be very impressed what you see there. Uh, Tomorrow and Friday, uh, 3 o'clock shows. We get you ready for the weekend. And I'll tell you, by tomorrow, we'll probably have some more big-time NFL news. We'll talk about the Kings and the Bucks from tonight. We will update you on the NBA standings. And, oh, yeah, by the way, spring training games, We'll have some uh, baseball to talk about as action will be underway. Speaking of action underway, I haven't even really gotten into what's going on in Major League Baseball with all of their signings and everything. A lot of lot of players are uh, changing teams. A lot of players are on the move in Major League Baseball. Chris Bryant, all right, has agreed to a seven-year, $182 million deal to join the Rockies. So big time money for Bryant, who, let's face it, you know, last season with the Cubs and the Giants, 25 homers, 73 RBI. Uh, So he now goes to Coors Field. That just happened. And again, we'll keep you up to date the rest of this week on what's going on in Major League Baseball. There were some surprising deals as well. Uh, I think the Giants, you know, they're going to have to go out and get a bat. You know, they, they had such a storybook year last year. Their regular season was incredible. Their series against the Dodgers, you know, the five-game epic series. But this this Giants team, I'm looking at their roster, and they need they need to they need to go out and get another bat. By the way, Major League Baseball has added. Uh, 30 additional doubleheaders to make up the games that were postponed by the lockout. Opening day is April 7th, so there's been a revised schedule. And again, there will be a lot of extra doubleheaders. The uh, opening game of the season this year is the Yankees hosting the Red Sox. So you'll know who's not vaccinated for the Yankees when they're not in the opening day lineup, unless things change. Uh, between now and then. All right, so here's the deal. I'm going to get ready for my show on No Filter Network. That's coming up in exactly uh, 60 minutes. I'll be back here tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Good show today, folks. Really appreciate it on this Open Forum Wednesday. You'll be good. I'll talk to you tomorrow, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Listen Up. Until then, Grant Napier saying so
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.